then. Ooh. I um. Oh, there's a train! Hooray! Have you, you, back? have you moved to near a train again? How's the echo getting worse? Uh, well, that should hopefully be better. That is a bit better, yes. Yeah. When you said you were... I'm confused by your house. You said right. it was um, on a road. Yeah. Well, my house is on a road. That's not that confusing. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but Dan's I house is really like in the middle gonna... of the road. That's yeah, it. yeah. Are you like Oscar the Grouch? Are you just well, in a I, bin? It's just I don't have any curtains yet, so there's nothing to kind of dampen the sound. Right, but you are ready. You're ready to accept visitors. Almost, you don't need yeah. curtains Dan, for visitors. Dan, Dan, you should throw a massive New Year's Eve party, and um, yeah, I you should do, that, do it. Actually, yes, it's a good idea. I'm free on New Year's Eve. Good. So, cool. Who else should we invite? Um, I don't know. Right, I'm just going to go for a piss before we start, so I don't want to piss myself while I'm there on my turn back. Um, I'll be right with you. Okay, if you can... If only, um... if only, if only we had known, uh, by some means of communication, what time that we were going to be recording this podcast. I mean, it just wasn't and then Dan could have gone and done a piss in advance. If you don't mind bearing with me while I do some clicking and typing, I'm just publishing episode 154... Well, I mean, as we've got to wait while Dan does some pissing, I don't see it as a major problem. Okay. It's exciting. We have a flurry of um, a flurry of podcasts all released all at once. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, I want you in my room. Uh, well, I want to. I want to be in Dan's house before he gets carpets. I so don't remember that line. Why? What are you planning on doing? My shitting can be um, mopped up more easily. That must have oh, been no. from the uh, the album version rather than the radio edit. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it exciting? Are you? Are you? Is who else is free for this party? That um. Wonder if I can. It's not that exciting because we saw Dan on the weekend. No, 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 not this, not this podcast. Don't get excited by right, the podcast. Just, let's get the New Year's Eve party. I mean, Graham's not here anymore. Are you aware of this? Something gone very quiet. That's because we're not talking. I think Graham's disappeared. Well, no, he's gone to do the Why thing. With, gone he's gone to publish the... Uh, uh, the podcast. upload has eaten oh. his internet. Oh, dear, we've lost Graham. Yeah, that's uh, that's the thing I was telling you. I wasn't paying attention. Dan, can you still hear us? Oh, fuck, it's doing the thing again. I bet Dan can still oh, hear yeah. us. No, but he I, just I didn't, didn't think to answer. <laughs> no, 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 I could sort of... I could Jesus hear you like, whispering, but... You, your volume just went really quiet for a while. I have no idea why, but you're back now, so that's fine. Okay, so it's not doing the thing. It's My connection's been great. I'm hardwired again. Excellent. Straight, plug straight into the wall. Damn, that that train is amazing. It's so it's good, nearby. Isn't it? How how frequent is the train? Is it like every every five minutes, something like that. Yeah, probably. Apparently, it's about <laughs> every twelve seconds. Well, I mean, there's four platforms. There's normally a train every 15 minutes on each platform. So, yeah, what about every four minutes? Jesus Christ. When I'm actually, actually set up and not, like, precariously balancing my computer on top of moving boxes, I'll do it in the bedroom, and that's the other side of the house. Um, But just for the moment, um, yeah, train noises. And it's partly for old time's sake. 
So, um, who who else should we invite to this great big New Year's Eve party? I mean, There's me, obviously. Who do else? We actually, do we actually like have any other friends? Hayden, maybe. I suppose. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, could do Lawrence, I suppose. Yeah, this this party is is getting bigger and bigger with Lawrence involved. Yeah. So you've got to have this. Them, I suppose. Before before you put carpets down and have curtains, you've got to have the party. No. Curtains well, we could move. Soon. We could move the New Year's Eve party forward a little bit. I'm sort of a bit free on the eighth of December. Could we do the New Year's Eve party then? Uh, that's an excellent question. Um... It's very exciting, Graham. Um, no. Dan is going to have a massive party at his new house. Okay. Yeah, can it be in January? Yes. Uh, by January, do you mean December the thirty-first? Uh, no, I mean in January because otherwise I wouldn't be able to go. Do you mean December the eighth? No. Oh. <laughs> Those are the two dates we've we've looked at so okay. far. Well, I- in fairness, that's the two dates that Chris has thrown out into the world. Um, yeah, okay. but I mean, the advantages of those dates is that I'm I'm free. And um, Dan is less likely to have carpets that might get soiled. What are you planning on doing to his carpets? Well, I just I just think it would be a real shame if he invited me round after he'd had carpets fitted and um, something went wrong. Well, it's, they're his carpets. It's not your problem. Yeah. I suppose. I suppose it's his fault for having me as a friend. Yeah. If he wants yeah. clean carpets, he shouldn't. Um, he shouldn't invite you round. I think I've broken yeah. the Two Star Podcast website. Oh, okay. Why do you think that? Because what you suddenly all gone kind of quiet again. Not like super quiet. Who's gone quiet? Everyone. Have you turned the sound up? <laughs> or maybe you turned it down. Maybe that's oh, the problem. It just says uh, this page isn't working. Yeah. Oh dear. It redirected me too many times. I try. What happens if I try clearing my cookies? No, I don't want to do that. I like cookies. Yeah. I think you have broken yeah. it. Well, that's not very good, is it? I was trying to release a, a podcast. Hmm. And you haven't released a podcast. You've just destroyed what was yeah, there. Yeah, I just buggered it instead. Adam, can we Shall have we some technical support, technical please? Shall we get technical support? <laughs> uh, yes. What's, why would a website say that it's redirected you too many times? Uh, <coughs> usually there's a redirection loop of some kind. Um... Is the classic reason. I don't think we've got. I'm relieved work. that it wasn't me or Dan because we we'd we been in big a, trouble. We did have this. a break before, didn't we? we? So, do you remember when, like, it just decided I had to? It sort of fucked itself and I had to reinstall it. Oh no, I don't remember. Uh, okay, Let me, I'll, I'll have a look at it. Uh, you guys carry on. Okay, super. Well, um, who's driving? I think Dan should drive. It must be Dan's turn. It probably is but then it will never be released. He should, really needs to do. He really needs to do a refresher course, doesn't he? Right. Is, Maybe have have a have a go with some joint pedals. It it would be a shame um, for his first podcast back to never get um, released. Well, it would be a shame for his last podcast um, before a long absence to never get released. Yeah, as well, here we are. But here we are. Mm. Here we are. Yeah. We just live in a very suboptimal world. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think Dan should drive then. 
Let's see how much of this shit he yeah. can remember. Unky <laughs> Dan Dan! Unky Dan Dan, I want you drive podcast, Unky Dan Dan! Yeah, um, hang on, I just need to plug some cables in better. Oh. Are you sat in the back with me, Graham? Yeah. Trying yeah. to go Dan into doing a wank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on, Dan. Go on, Dan. Do go on, just have a wank. Do go it. On. Do it. Have do a it, wank. Do it. Have a wank. Have a wank. Children, children, children. Are you nearly there yet, Dan Dan? I am not. Well, that's the thing I need. Um, I need the wank. Um, Google page. Mm. Um, the Google page. What kind of Google page? Uh, where we put all of our. Have you been um, uh, googling nudie ladies? Oh. I oh, I don't think we do that anymore. I think anymore. Dan rather optimistically <laughs> thinks that there might be some some content written. Down. Yes, I have. Well, there was some stuff for one five five. No, oh yes, no, I see where we are. Yeah. Okay. Things have changed, Donkey <laughs> Dan Dan. The, things have changed. You. Yes. The. No, you didn't. Everything's gone to shit, Dan. <laughs> well, I blame literally everyone else for that. So um, screw you guys. It's been quite bad. Yeah. <laughs> without your without your leadership, Unky Dan Dan, yeah. it's all gone wrong. We've we've had no reason to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've never had a reason to try. The the quality that you sort of suck out of the podcast <laughs> with your negative influence, we we then have to try harder to get back up to an average level. <laughs> Okay, so well, we've, we've just spent six. How long? I don't know. Eight weeks. We've we've just spent not trying at all because we haven't had to. It's and like it, it um, shows. It's like uh, the Italian job, Unky Dan Dan, and you're like the gold at the end that's gonna gonna tip us into the ravine, and so the rest of us have to lean the other way really hard. And without you here, it's like we'd when just a football. Be safe. Yeah. yeah, it's like when a football team goes down to ten men, but then they play play like they've got twelve. Except instead of losing a man, it's just you stood in a corner making train sounds. <laughs> well, tell you what, I might just open the windows and all the all the move all the stuff out of the way and just point the microphone out out the window. At, at... I think that would be lovely ambience. Yeah. Um. All right. So I I said in the hangout that I have some content. I, I don't care. You're welcome to introduce it if you like. Uh, I need to do an introduction first. Uh, I'm Orlando Bloom, and uh, you was listening to a uh, Two Star Podcast, innit? All right, Bellens, okay. I'm back. It's the Two Star Podcast. I can't believe you called us Bellens. I wasn't calling you Bellens. I was calling the listeners Bellens. Well, I, I He's negging as well. He's take... negging. Oh yeah, yeah. he's back. Yeah. <laughs> Look who's back. Back again. Back again. Yep, completely devoid of content, completely devoid of respect, completely devoid of what the fuck this podcast is. Uh, so I don't remember those Eminem lyrics. Meh. Um, Graham, you said you had some content. Please go yeah, on. Yeah, mate. It's probably going to be awful, but webs. What, what did I say? I can't remember. You said that you simultaneously say? you... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I have been simultaneously the victim of crime... Oh, yeah. But also the recipient of a random act of kindness. Ah, ah okay. Did someone um, right? Did it someone wasn't somebody stolen force... a bacon sandwich that was a carcinogen? Was it someone um, forcibly no. shoving something up your backside, like a gift, but a very painful and degrading gift? Yeah, I they've they've shot you, but with would... a very valuable bullet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I would struggle to call a rape an act of kindness. Well, but what if it was like a gold dildo or something you, that you could sell for lots of money? I'm not sure that would help. <laughs> I mean, that, I suppose that's an interesting way to uh, you know, find the 
silver lining in any cloud. Gold lining. Gold lining. Yeah, I think. Um, I think sex criminals tend not to use uh, highly valuable implements. Well, yeah, but if you just had a conventional rig, that wouldn't be content. That would just be a bit sad. Um, a bit so, sad. Oh, yeah. Daniel. <laughs> a bit sad. Yes. Daniel, I, d- yes. I mean, it, w- it w- wouldn't be happening to me, so it wouldn't be very sad. So, I, yeah. I just want to distance myself from, from what? Because you think it's a happy occasion. <laughs> um. Oh dear. He's Daniel. got you there, Chris. Oh dear. I think being bombed with a gold dildo, yeah, objectively, that is a sad thing to happen. Yeah. To well, you're, you're if that con- happened to you, you'd be sad con- about it. Well, you're conflating. You're assuming that it's something that that this person didn't want to happen. <coughs> no, we're not talking about okay. a, a well, random person. We're talking about Graham specifically here. Yeah. yeah. This this content happens to Graham, not to a random off the street. Okay, so. Um, so great. Did, Tell us all about. Did, uh, did somebody? Uh, hmm. You, I'm I'm struggling with the simultaneous claim. It yeah. happened at the same time. Well, it was the same event. It's the same event. Yeah. The the thing that happened was simultaneously both of those things. I mean, this is lending credence to my golden dildo bomb theory. I don't think anything, anything leads credence to that theory. Um, also, uh, could I just say that Golden Dildo Bum Theory <laughs> is probably the episode title. Also, um, just it sounds like a like a metal band or something. It's, it's a good <laughs> band name, right? Yeah. It's actually the best uh, band name I've ever heard. Did, um, did someone um, like push you and you thought, well, that was really rude, but it turns out they pushed you out of the way of a car? I wouldn't say that was being a victim of crime. Pushing is a crime. <laughs> pushing, yeah, I mean, pushing somebody is a crime. It's, yeah. it's not a good crime. No. Right, your thing should be working now. Hooray! What right, if you bear with me, give me a minute, I'm just going to publish a podcast. Oh, the then, tension. And then I'll tell you. The oh, wow, this is, is very meta. Like, as a cliffhanger. This is super meta, like live podcast publishing a podcast when you're well, podcasting. I did, I did suggest, uh, obviously you weren't here, Dan, and you won't have obviously. listened, but well, I did suggest at one point that we try doing like a, the podcast following any given podcast should be a director's commentary of the podcast. <laughs> I did think about doing that, and I decided that it would make my head hurt. So it seemed like a bad thing to do. Oh, I've lost all the fucking tags from my draft. Sorry. So I Adam, could read. How about you... I read out the tags as I'm uh, t- as I'm putting them in, and then that will be. Uh, mm, no, because no, then the listeners will have heard that one before this one. It won't make any sense. And they'll know. Yeah. Mm, okay, I won't then. Well, I, I'm just going to anyway. Cool. <laughs> um, so, Graham, you you had no content. Dan. Graham, no, no, content, Graham. Content. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm just, I'm just publishing, publishing a fucking podcast here, mate. It's not fucking rocket science, mate. I can do it. Well, so, Dan, I mean, shall I get you... The um... evidence is strongly against that. Who? I've done it in the past. The long, distant past, but, you know... Shitting. Graham, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you realise... Giving me all of these words that I can, like, extract Laxatives. out of the thing. Um, Dan, Dan, just let Graham speak. This is, this is the best content Shitting oneself. <laughs> Alright, fine. Doing an alley. 
Hashtag content is right here on the Two Star Podcast. Actually, let me uh, expand that to doing an alley brackets, by which I mean shifting myself. <laughs> this is almost interesting enough to make me want to listen. Almost. Uh, right, where do I get to? Doxing. Shopping. I'm just going to eat some Haribo while you're doing this. Yeah, Pedos. Taking a dark turn. Teachers. Pedo teachers. <laughs> I mean, at this point, are you not basically just doing a transcript of the site of the podcast rather than just tags? Essentially, uh, funding terrorism. Oh. Bolochectomy. <laughs> it's a technical term. Mm. Also, vasectomy, which I think is the technical term. Bionic penis. Surely a, a, a vasectomy isn't a bollockectomy, it's a penisectomy. Depends how you do it. Dinner versus tea. No, they, I still, I'll still have a penis. I just won't have any testicles. That's just what they tell you so, to make you actually go through with it. Meal names. There we go, that's the tags. So oh, tags. meal names, that was good. That was I good chat. That. Yeah, good chat. Mm. Right, let me Can just verify this URL and see if it breaks it again. It didn't. Brilliant. And publish. It's publishing. <gasps> it has published. So, um, right. Daniel, would you like me to kind of catch you up to speed with what's happened? Since what do you mind? Away? I was trying to do some content. Dear are God, you... no, Chris. Graham, do your content. We are right. not doing a previously on. No. I just thought you didn't catch, like, hi, Dan, how are you? No, what have you been up off. to? No, I'm into... Good, good idea, I'm actually. Into... We should, we should yeah. give him a rundown of what we've been doing while he's been off, no, and yeah. then he might hate us. <laughs> so so I, I drink white wine now. That's my thing. That's not a thing. It is. It's a thing. White wine. I mean, whatever. I don't I'm care. I'm drinking white wine right now. Again, I, I just don't care. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all um, my news, Dan. Fine. <laughs> whatever. So, uh, what happens today is... So, you know how um, a man came and took away my kitchen and then yes. put in a new one in its place, which was better? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that happened. But then um, they... Filled a big bag of rubbish and put mm-hmm. the old cooker next to it, and somebody came and collected the big bag of rubbish but left the cooker. So and okay. the fridge, but that's because that's they not can't a crime. dispose. <laughs> it is a crime because it's breach of contract. Oh, okay, right. Well, I mean, so that wasn't matter. the crime. Okay, fine, fine. So, so also, it wasn't the crime. You weren't claiming it was a crime. No, that, that wasn't the crime. You you were goaded by Adam, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, they also can't take the fridge away because of um, health and safety or the fucking EU saying you can't release chemicals or something. Yeah. So I had to pay we the waste. council to come and take that, which is right. fine. I knew that. So I booked the council collection, but for the same amount of money, they could take multiple items. I thought, well, I'm going to get my <coughs> £20.77's worth. So <laughs> instead of having to call up the man who was meant to take away the cooker... I just said, council, you can take my cooker as well and the old microwave. Yeah. So I got my full three items for that £20.77 nice. instead of the one. Uh, so today, uh, when I got home this morning, Gemma and I took the 
cooker out to the side of the road to fly tip it. <laughs> right. Um, because the council are coming tomorrow morning when they collect the bins, mm. and it has to be by there by seven a.m. And it was just in the middle of the car park in in the way of people trying to park. So I thought maybe it would be nice of us to put it somewhere safe. Mm. So we did. Then at lunchtime, we went out again, and it had been nicked. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been a victim of crime because somebody yeah. stole my cooker. Right. But at the same time, I didn't want the cooker anymore, and it was to be collected and taken to the dump anyway. So, it is also a ra- random act of kindness because they they took away something that needed taking away. Mm. So, I'm very conflicted over this. I mean, yeah, I mean, did, that, your, if, did your did your um, fridge work? Was it no, working well, or was it broken? It's a working fridge, but it was an integrated one, and it was very shit. Mm. Integrated means it lives underneath. It lives it? inside a cupboard, yeah. Inside a cupboard. Because mm. so, I would wonder if there's, um, it could get a second life somewhere. Mm, Obviously not can. now. Well, I mean, it can. It's just out by the side of the road now, unless mm. it's been stolen, mm. which it may have been. But it does mean that so the the value of the collection of the fridge tomorrow should have been a third of twenty pounds seventy seven, and now it is half of twenty pounds seventy seven. So I'm paying more Mm. for that um, for that uh, fridge to be taken away because of this crime of somebody stealing my cooker. You see, yeah, well, you you had to pay that much anyway because of the fridge. Yes. And the, you thought the cooker was a bonus, but I don't yes. think you're really affected at all by this. Well, I'm I'm receiving worse value. Uh, but you see, I'm going to I'm going to victim blame you here and say that you should have put a sign on the cooker saying "Please do not steal." I think the kind of pikeys who drive past a cooker and think "All oh, have that" probably wouldn't have paid heedance to that sign. Well, I mean, I have you know I I have uh, some experience with this because if. I had left a fridge on the curb outside my house, then it would have been gone within about four minutes. Well, that's the other thing is, if I'd known that this was the thing, I would have just fly tipped it. Well, that's literally how we've got rid of every like old appliance and bit of crap we don't want anymore. Is you just mm. place it yeah. outside the house, and within half yeah. an hour, someone's driven off with it. So I didn't know about this loophole, but it, it, and it was within a couple of hours, and that amazed me. How but they won't take fridges because they're. They're not actually worth that much, and they cost a lot of money to dispose well, you, of because yeah, of the. Yeah, so you've got to pay the council twenty pounds seventy-seven because of the wee waste rules. But that doesn't apply to things like washing machines, ovens, yeah. etc., which they can just scrap and get a, some money out of. Yeah, but I mean, they move pretty quickly because we're off the main road. So yeah, but you're hmm. near a, an industrial area. Yeah, maybe yeah, not. Yeah, but not with not with people going past that could see. Yeah, that's right. So, so, so somebody has seen it minutes, so. and then either been in a van and been able to just take it, or has gone and got a van. They'll be in a van. They'll, they'll quite be enterprising. in a van and just, just driving around looking for cookers. I mean, that's what they do. Well, I mean, it's fair enough. Like, I mean, my, some I some, of, some of the guys around here actively advertise their presence. Hmm. I think tomorrow. What do you mean? Your, I mean, um, they like drive around with a loud hailer. Yeah, we used to have one of them when we lived in in Lincoln. Come and throw your scrap out and I'll have it. Yeah. What do they do with it? They scrap scrap it. it. I mean, that's what a scrap man does. Strip it down. and I I understand this is is not not really your wheelhouse, Dan. It really isn't. You know, in in the less Tory areas of the country. (laughs) Hey, Um, London is reliably Labour, thank you very much. 
I mean, clearly not the bits you live in. But to be fair, if you put a cooker outside in London, somebody would would be living in it by the yes. end of the day. I mean, yeah, that's, that's it's so much cheaper property. than rent. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, somebody stole from me, but also um, helpfully disposed of some rubbish for me. So I don't know. I don't know what to do. I mean, I should probably report this to the police. I think the the problem will come when tomorrow the council arrive and the jobs worth will insist that he has to take a cooker um, so and will break into your cooker. house <laughs> yeah. and take that one out. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That that when is you've what paid you the money. Exactly. Yeah, guaranteed now for a cooker to be taken away. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. I mean that's that would be my main concern. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was excellent. Yeah, that's my content. Yeah, well done. Uh, Chris, have you got any content? Uh, I had a haircut. Um, Can you show us? But not just any haircut. Which one? It cost £12 in Bridport. Is that a lot? I have no content. That is a insane amount of double haircut. You could probably get three for that. No, you'd get two. It's £6. Um, well, what why, got, why did you just enjoy the first one so much? You thought you'd get a second one. I went to the fancier hipster-like uh, hairdressers. Is this yeah. actual hipster or relative hipster? Uh, it's quite. It's well. Bridport is all full of unknowing hipsters, so it's, it's a to... lot less hipstery than a lot of Bridport places. But compared, relative to the other barbers, it is very hipster. Okay. It's called Guns, and they have um, they have guns? guitars on the wall. Do they like shoot that. the hair off your head? The thing that, that is really the thing that's really radical is that they ask you what kind of haircut you would like, and then they listen to you, and they do what you say, and they ask follow-up questions, and they give you a choice, and then they do your answer. Which is a very big shift from any of the other haircuts I've ever had in Bridport. Where they just do the haircut that they know how to do. They know how to do um, pattern B from the Manual of Haircuts 1976. (coughs) They just do that for everyone. Mm. Do you not find that that's actually uh, less convenient though? Because you have to um, tell them what you want. Which yeah. involves knowing what you would like on your head, and then it's your mm. fault if it's wrong. Yeah, and also, um, the irony is, is this this haircut cost double, but they've removed mm. much less hair than normal. Oh. Mm. I said oh, I'd like it left how, long on that, the top. That's how it works. They... It's like when you go to a fancy restaurant and you pay like eighty pounds for like a tiny yeah. thing. It's similar to that. They actually listened to me and um, did what I asked, and that's that's not what I want. I don't want people to do what I ask them to do. I want them so, to ignore me and give me a, a haircut like a proper person. I mean, given that it's a hipster's um, barbers, I assume it's been sh- uh, like clippered down to a grade two round the back and the sides and then left very long on top and sort of swept back over your head. There were no clippers at all. Oh, my oh God. My. No clippers. It was all done with just scissors. That's even more um, than my haircuts. It was done around the sides, shorter, and um, it's not it's not blended in, so there's a bit of a step to it. Mm. Um, and he did ask whether um, whether I was putting it in a, a top knot before oh I went in. And did I you said, just laugh at him? I said, no, I hadn't. Um, 
and he said it can't have been far off long enough. And I said, no, it probably wasn't. Yeah. It was getting in but my that, eyes. That, it was annoying. But it's not automatic. Like it doesn't reach a certain length and just suddenly like fling itself up on top of your head. No, but if you're getting annoyed with it in your eyes, I mean, there are plenty of op- yeah. only options. <laughs> there are plenty of options that don't make you look like a massive prick. The thing is, is that today I sort of thought um, I would try and do something with the Coventry recordings, and um, it's a bit spooky because the character I chose for myself. Being just a just a joke in jest was a um, a militant vegan with a top knot. <laughs> um, so how I'm life imitates that, art. Yeah, I'm a bit worried that that my subconscious has already decided this for me. And it's you have taken... spent a lot of the last year trying to bum Daniel. Oh yeah, no. The, the main it's... concern becomes uh, the part where you turn into an orc. Or oh, down I thought pubs. I thought you meant I thought you meant become an arsonist. That yes. <laughs> too. But, I mean, the orc thing would be more obvious. So why um, have you No, I think, a... I think it's more achievable to set things on fire than to it's find more a achievable. mythical creature. Yeah, it's more mm. achievable. It's just more noticeable if you suddenly... I th- well, I think turning into an orc would be quite noticeable. Yeah, yeah that's but... what I mean. Oh, sorry. I, yeah, I mean, I've got, I I've got matches arsonist. in my house. So, I mean, I can become an arsonist like you that. Could do it. Mm. You could do it right now. Go on, do, burn do your house right down now. live on the podcast. If Dan does a wank, I'll burn my house. Nah. That sounds like a... Oh. That's the best deal you're going to get, Dan. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's it's true. a weird fetish, but... But much like <laughs> Theresa May, the best deal you can get is not the same as a good deal. Um, but it's, right. it's the will of the people, Dan. Yeah, come on, we voted for this. We've we've all voted. A million, seventeen million people voted for you to wank off right now while Chris burns his house down. <laughs> Do you remember the bit at the start when I said I really don't, you know, I don't give a shit? It's, you know, yeah, I can't really be asked. You, you couldn't even be, be bothered really to tell us you what you be, couldn't be bothered yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. You just trailed off. Yeah, pretty much. You really are doing Theresa May. Yep. Have a wank over Theresa May. Well, no. <laughs> what you don't realise is that I've, I've made, erected a small podium in uh, in my erected. flat, and yeah, I know. Um, you hold the press conference. <laughs> yeah, 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 and literally, it, it's you know, I feel great. You know, don't care. I think the fact that you have erected fine. a podium means you are ready for a wank. Nope. Well, it's just a euphemism. What do you yeah. do yep. on your podium? Podium means his penis. It does <laughs> So like, Dan, tell me about saying? your. I have erected my penis. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about your house, Dan. I'm excited for you. He doesn't need to tell you. You can hear about his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. What I'm doing is actually communicating a sort of subtle echo location of um, of the the big front room. Um, so yeah, it, it's um, a big front room. How fancy! It front is. room. Lovely. That implies oh, that you have dark. a back room as well. Well, it's. So, like, there's two bedrooms, there's a kitchen. There's two, two, bedrooms two bedrooms when the ladies come round. Also, get this, there's two bathrooms for when someone, possibly me, blocks a toilet, <laughs> there'll be another one. You've got two bathrooms? Yep. I've got four people living in my house and I've only got one, and you live by yourself and you have two. This is a this is This is yeah. the thing about... about um... The, the poverty in the north that I, know. I don't think people yeah. like me and Dan really appreciate. Yeah. Do you think I could get um, DIY SOS to make me a new toilet? I think what? you could. I think what you could get Lenny Henry to come and visit you Harry, to you say this is how people up. are living. Well, no, but just like in terms of space, because I mean, I guess if you shovel in the basement, outhouse, 
Yeah, wouldn't they just like build it onto the sides of the house? No, that's true, yeah. But I'd like it to be upstairs. I think you need planning <laughs> permission for that. I do well, love that then, idea of, of your house suddenly how requiring about if a toilet just, like, how about yeah. If, yeah, How about if you just make your windowsill a bit thicker? They yeah. could um, just give me a turret. <coughs> yeah, they could build cool. a turret, couldn't they, with a toilet in it? They could do. That'd be nice. Mm. Houses mm. don't have enough turrets. No, true. So, Chris, why have you um, bought in and not railed against the gentrification of Bridport? Um, well, it's not really gentrification because well, it is. You've got a, you've got a barbers that costs twelve pounds. If that's not gentrification, I don't know what is. I also largely don't know what gentrification is. Um, I think that that's still relatively cheap for having your hair cut, and it yeah. it hasn't it hasn't resulted in the loss of the two cheaper barbers. But gentrification surely is relative, isn't it? It is relative, and I, I think that the thing with Bridport is, um, for hipsters to move in, it's actually a very subtle ungentrification <coughs> of the place. So... I find that statement confusing. Mm. Well, because it's it was quite a posh place to start with. I see. So to have a, a hipster pub is actually less... Posh than what was there before. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, fine. You win. And also, the thing is, is that like stuff like that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. When you moved in, that must have gentrified it uh, by about fourteen percent. Do you think so? As much as fourteen. I've seen some of the people who used to go to Da Vinci's. Yeah. (laughs) I miss Da Vinci's. It was yeah, a sad loss, wasn't it? It's was the greatest place I've ever been. Mm. Yeah. Except for Diggerland. Yeah, Diggerland's pretty great. Do you want to go to Diggerland next time you come up? Can do. It's really tremendous. Yeah, I look forward to it. You get to sit in the bucket of a digger and they spin round and round and round. I think I mostly love the idea that it's basically, you know, fuck health and safety. We're just going to yeah. play with diggers. Yeah. Imagine uh, after we've left the EU and we don't have any health and safety laws, what they'll be able to get away with. Mm. It's going to be tremendous. Yep. I did a more exciting thing than have a haircut last week. Not possible. Uh, no, it was. Certainly not for you. I handed in my notice. That's very exciting, uh, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it's not really exciting unless you did it in a particularly yeah, exciting way. Yeah, well, how way. did you do it? Did you um, shout? Did you... In not actually handing a piece of paper with your notice written on, but just stick your middle finger up and say, "There's your fucking notice." Well, like, it, and storm out with <coughs> music yeah. playing over the top. It ended up becoming a bit, bit difficult because I, I tried handing my notice. Sh- in, went in and chatted on his desk. Well, I couldn't because my manager wasn't available. Your manager had already handed in their notice in Did a clever one-racial slurs. <laughs> uh, not that I'm aware of. Did you um, say to the manager, good job we're in a fucking hospital? <laughs> well, the manager that I handed it into wasn't in a hospital, because my manager wasn't available. Because you don't work in a hospital. So, I do work in a hospital, but I had to go to my manager's manager that doesn't work in a hospital to have well, my notice. You went over in. your manager's head? Because uh, they weren't there, and I said, well, I need to give this to someone. Why couldn't you postpone it a day? Well, I, did, I didn't want... No, it would have been about postponing it for a week. I didn't want to what? do it. I just wanted to get it get it done. What was your manager doing for a week? Went very well. What? Off with stress? I don't know. Oh. Well, you didn't even care to find out? No. <laughs> that's not that's not how I roll. 
Oh, fair enough. They're not there. Just go to the go to the source. Well, fine. So, um, so uh, what did they say? Did they try and beg you to stay? Uh, did they offer you more money? Did they offer you? Um, no, they didn't offer me more less money. Less having to work. Um, no, they didn't offer. Did they me like more throw money. a party and celebrate? I have offered to work part time for a little bit after I leave, and they were very happy about that. I mean, surely then you haven't left if that's yeah. what you're doing. Well, I, it, I sort of, I'm going to phase myself out. You've half-assed it. Like when, um, Chris, have you actually quit? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I like, have. Yeah. Your manager hasn't just pulled a fast one and said, "Yeah, we'll totally phase you out sometime in 2020." No, because I'm, I'm leaving the country. So. Are you sure? They can't, they can't make you stay in the country. I've sort of said that's like, what you think. <coughs> Remember, we're going to be in Brexit land by then. They'll basically be able to do anything they want to you. Mm. Well, I thought it was exciting. I'm planning oh, it my is. Big I'm just worried crisis. that you've been hurt. So, um, have you got your adventure booked in yet, or are you just going to... My exciting midlife crisis, which is... I'm doing with my wife, which is very unusual. I was going to say that, it? yeah, it's not that much of a midlife crisis. If the fact that you're quitting your job and going to live in Europe with your wife. It sort of is a midlife crisis, but it's like one together. If she has a boob job, then I will allow you to call it a <laughs> midlife crisis. What if I have a boob job? That's also fine. That's just a general crisis, I think. <laughs> um, mm. So our plans, we have got the far bit booked. We've got two months booked in Crete. And okay. we're doing a, an intensive Greek course for two of those weeks. What's uh, to learn to speak intensive Greek? To learn to speak intensive just Greek. Just shouting. Yeah. Throwing plates, I think, is lesson one, oh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, I so. And then we're going to drive my old, old car Yeah, I wondered about this part Italy. of the plan. Yeah. Because is it a bit naive to assume that your car would get to Italy? My car is in quite good working order, mechanically. Yeah. And I would, I would get it um, checked over before I went. Okay. And it's not really that far. It's only a few thousand miles. Okay. Um, well, I'm convinced. I'm going to yeah. allow this. Yeah. So we're going to go through Italy and speak some Italian. And then um, go to Greek and then revert to shouting and pointing <coughs> for the first month until yeah. we learn some Greek. And then we'll do shouting and pointing, but we'll be able to say, hello, my name is Chris. <laughs> mm. And then shout I'm going and to point. shout and point at you. <laughs> I laugh when you get confused and end up just constantly introducing yourself by going, "Hello, my name is Gemma." Maybe, yeah. Mm. The thing with um, the thing with Italy is that they're quite used to people being able to speak a bit of Italian, so uh, they don't really make a fuss. You speak in Italian, and they'll speak back, and they'll do mm. the simple things. But in Greece, so you're saying they're not French. Yeah, they're not French, um, yeah. and they're quite they're quite pleased that you're having a go, and they like it. But in Greece, so few people try that as soon as you say one thing, they, they assume lose their minds. But they assume that you must be fluent, oh, and they'll suddenly they, uh, they'll suddenly say loads and loads of stuff, and you're just like, nope. no. All I can do is say, I'd like a beer, please. <laughs> well, I meet me halfway here. Yeah, by which I mean ten uh, percent of the way. Yeah. But hopefully okay. I'll be able to order other things. So as well as beer. I can order two be beers to... as well. Some wine. Mm. Bello Fiat Bira Paracalo. 
So how, are you going to be able to join us on as Hollybobs? Yeah. Well, it depends when it is. Um, well, Dan and Adam and I had a chat about this at, at the weekend. Yeah. And we've come up with half a plan. Right. Which is um, that we basically do what you're doing. Right. Okay. Um, and you come we with fly me. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. We all quit our jobs. Yeah. Uh, so we're thinking that we fly somewhere in Eastern Europe. Um, I can't remember what. What do we say was the one that we were basing it on? Oh, um, one in Croatia. That's yeah. not Dubrovnik. Zagreb. The other one. Yeah. Zagreb. Yeah. So we're going to fly to, for example, Zagreb, and right. then hire a car, a six-seater car, or have you know seven, however many people are going. Okay. And then drive around the country, but not. We wanted. To, we thought about doing like a road trip to another city, but that makes hiring a car extremely expensive. Mm. But if yeah. we, you sort of drive around in a big loop, and then whoever's going, we go for that number of days, and we each get assigned a day, and that person has to drive us to wherever they choose within a sort of a, a, a loose route, and they have to research where we could stay, what we could do, and stuff about where we're going, and then all right. So it's that sort sounds of a, pretty fun. A week-long road trip uh, around an Eastern European country where we uh, all get to experience stuff at the same time. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I think I could. Well, I won't be working, so that makes yeah. it easier. That's good. My commitment to my Greek course that's at the end of June, the start of July. Okay. So as long as it didn't clash, I could probably meet you somewhere. That's fine. We were thinking, I don't know, I'll send out an email instead of just doing this on the podcast. And if um, it's in if it's in March or the start of April, then it's before yeah. I'm going. Okay. So that I would think be we were perfect. probably thinking May or June perhaps, okay. but I don't know. But I'll yeah. That's our that's our loose plan anyway. The other option is you you come somewhere where I'm going to be. We could just, uh, yeah, but then it's not. Then we, it, that affects us just going to your house. Yeah. Well, no, because like I, I could leave my wife wherever I was, and we could go on yeah. a little mini trip. Or we could go somewhere else. Yeah, we yeah. could do that, couldn't we? We could join the mafia in Sicily. Or we could um, start a war with the mafia. We call them pricks. Yeah. <laughs> I think by May I'm probably going to be in Greece. Okay. Greece has airports. I wouldn't fancy driving around Greece. Why not? Because of the Greeks. You know, it's, it's fine. No, the only real hazard is all the dickhead tourists on scooters. Okay. Yeah. Well, I could. I would not be at all sad if I ran one over. Well, no. I think that that would just be fair enough, wouldn't it? So, which um, which Eastern European country were you thinking of? Well, I don't know. Croatia, perhaps. They're all the, same. the one that we were looking. Yeah, I mean they're all broadly similar, aren't they? But just one that none of us have ever been to that we can all experience for the first time together and maybe get murdered by shepherds. Yeah. Right. Okay. Shepherds. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. Got fine. Problem with that? No, no, not at all. Right. Um, no, that sounds uh, that sounds marvellous. Cool. Yeah. Not quite sure what you know the listeners are going to make of just us randomly discussing the holidays, but I'm well, the, it's the not an issue is... because you're going to edit, edit this, this podcast, so, so this will just be forever unseen. Well, yes, that's true. We've got nothing to refer back to about any agreements we may have made. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
The other thing is, it's a bit late to be bolting that particular stable door. That is very true. Um, cool. So, Adam. Um, yes? Got any content? No, I, I'm ill and spent all the afternoon uh, editing episode 156. What disease do you have? Uh, I don't know. Some kind of sub-flu-like coldy thing. Okay. You didn't seem very ill at the weekend. Uh, I wasn't. Well, I mean, I, to be fair, I, I kind of was on Sunday afternoon. Oh, okay. Is it one of um, Adam's famous but... many, many day hangovers? No. I don't think it would be. None of us had any kind of hangover on Sunday, did we? No. We are all absolutely and, and fine. And we barely drank anything on Sunday night, so... Yeah. We had some um, we had some pre gig espresso martinis. That was I know, you very didn't have one, fun. did you? It was just me and Dan. No, I didn't. Um, but, yeah, but I that did, perked I did us have, right up. Uh, I had a, a horrible beer um, in the uh, in the venue. Uh, was it horrible? It may have well, I mean, it was it was like it was gig beer. Like it was. Yeah. You couldn't really identify anything other than the fact that it was probably beer in a plastic cup. Yeah. Mm. It was very fun. I think Chris, you should come with us next time because ska music is wonderful. It is. <coughs> it's I... scientifically impossible to be sad if you're listening to ska. Mm. Which is strange because they're often singing about lots of sad things. Oh yeah. I would uh, rather not. Thank you. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I think we all have to do things we don't like. Yeah. Mm. Suck it up and deal with it, Chris. Adam had mm. to spend the weekend with me and Daniel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that can't be easy for him. He took one for the team. At one point, I was locked in a tiny room with them. That's true. Like That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, forty-five minutes. I've never seen somebody so motivated to escape. <laughs> I, now I understand why we were so good at it. Yeah. it all makes sense. To be now. fair, <laughs> to be fair, probably because prime, of my guts. Yeah. I did some of the worst farts I've ever done in the escape room. So was it um, was it just you and Dan farting and Adam? I wasn't actually out? farting, believe it or not. Oh, no, yeah, I bet it was you just were a me. Bit. He, well, yeah, he you were known, N- not on the scale to which Graham was. But the first really horrific one I did was when the girl was in there with us, <laughs> telling us <laughs> how to do it, and nobody made any reference to it. And I was watching her very closely to see if she sort of winced or. Um, or gagged or something, but <coughs> she was very professional. She really was. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, I presume she has to deal with smellier people than us coming through there periodically. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't. Statistically, I guess the odd homeless person must like, <laughs> beg enough money to go in, but mm. I don't know. I I was very unwell. <laughs> But nonetheless, mm. we we did escape with our lives. Yeah, well, we had to, didn't we? Yeah. Otherwise, we would have all asphyxiated. And you know what happens if I start asphyxiating? <laughs> you shit Jesus. yourself. Oh, imagine if we'd hung ourselves up like the skeletons. Uh, <laughs> what for they, the next lot that came through? Yeah, and th- when they came to see why we hadn't escaped yet, we were all just <laughs> hanging next next to some rubber skeletons with oranges in our mouths, mm. and our knobs out. I think if I ever it would have made that puzzle slightly more difficult to solve. <laughs> if yeah, I ever, we could have written something um, on the oranges. If I ever commit suicide, I will do it in an escape room. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it, ultimately it would be good for the business because they'd say, "Well, he didn't escape." That's how yeah, hardcore it is. That's true. Technically, that's accurate as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
they could uh, they could just incorporate you into one of the puzzles. Mm. Yeah, uh, it was. I mean, that'd be terrifying for all concerns, but it'd be quite effective. It was more like an escape room, or how I imagined an escape room would be, than the one that we did in London, which there was too much running around and going down slides and stupid yeah, and we firing were... guns. Yeah. And also, I wanted to be sick for quite a lot of that. Well, yeah, and this is the other thing that nobody um, spewed into a drain the second they left, <laughs> which was what I've come to expect. That was so funny. <laughs> I think that's one of the, my favourite things I've ever seen. Yep. Yeah. It, I did like seeing it, and then I felt very <laughs> ill afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But then you yeah. had a samosa, and that made everything better. It did make it better, yeah. Back in the olden days when you could eat samosa. Well, I can eat samosas, just vegetable ones. Um. What about the egg in them? Uh, they might not have egg in them. Very um, I like I like you you're very okay. optimistic vegan. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> yeah, this this is probably okay. fine. There's a good um, chance there's nothing in it. What's the outside of a samosa? I mean it's not pastry, but what is it? It's sort of pastry. Isn't it? It, pastry. Is, it is very much pastry. Is it, is it pastry? Yeah. Just, yes. I, I have to assume it well, has to be like mostly animal fat. But that's got egg in. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Well yeah, an egg roll well, it is can made it. out of the same stuff. And that's got egg it, in. It can have egg in it. Okay. But generally, in the same way as anything can have it. But generally, it doesn't. Yeah. I suppose um, a lot of Indian food is actually uh, vegan, isn't it? Baked yeah. vegan samosas. They look absolutely awful. <laughs> like they're, they're the classic thing where, like the 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 pastry doesn't really look like pastry. It looks like sort of bread. Hmm. Delicious bready samosa. Yeah. Okay. So, so Chris, basically, you, you make the fat for the the pastry by torturing a pig. So um, it's not vegan. Uh, what, what is Dan talking about? He's talking about torturing pigs. Yes. In order to make samosas, it's a vital component of them, apparently. What the fear and pain? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. I, I like him even more now. Mm. Now that I know pigs are needlessly inconvenienced. Oh, okay, these look like more like samosas and less like something that I would refuse to eat. <coughs> so, what, what do what? you think about uh, Brexit? Isn't uh, it going uh, well? I think it's, uh, it's not vegan. Yeah, I think they they uh, seem to have fixed everything, haven't they? I mean, in other right. circumstances, something that makes Tory politicians suffer this much, I would be wholly in favour of. But it's all yeah. just a bit shit. I think the fact that um, Leave and Remain seem to be equally furious about the deal. Mm. Suggests to me that it's probably the best compromise anyone could hope for. Well, no, but the problem yeah. is, it's it's kind of not. Like I was I was watching something earlier, and they were saying like, generally speaking, when you have a compromise, yeah, nobody's like totally happy with it. But there's always something that you know you can take from it, and you go, well, this bit's okay. So like, I'm kind of happy with that. Whereas mm. this seems to be like the sort of the unicorn of compromise where. Everybody hates all of it, and yeah, there isn't yeah. anything that anybody well, she, likes. I mean, she's united the country. <laughs> well, yes. So that's um, and, but of course, the thing is, it kind of is the best deal she could possibly have got, given yeah. the stupid box that they put themselves in. Yeah, yeah. To get it, so it's like it's not like you know uh, all the, the 
dickhead, what's his face, uh, Mog, went, well, we should obviously put somebody better in charge. And then that, and like, and what's his face, Rab, going, well, I mean, okay, technically I've been responsible for negotiating this for the last, like, five months, but, you know, if only we'd had someone competent doing it, they could have got a much better deal. It's like, yeah. there isn't a better deal to be had here. Like, I've enjoyed this um, is the best you can have. I've enjoyed David Davis saying that they've it's a very awful deal. I think if he if he had spent another four hours in negotiation, <coughs> just think what he could have come up with if he doubled that time he'd spent in meetings. Yeah, it was amazing the way that like pretty much the first thing that he did after he quit as Brexit secretary was to go on about how shit the government were, how disorganised their negotiations were. It's like, mm. mate, you were literally doing that job. Yeah, it's like, your responsibility. Yeah. I prefer Chris David Davis's approach to it was just someone who was in charge of this should have done a much better job for the period when I was in charge of it. I mean, what he's essentially saying is they put a complete idiot in charge of it, and yes. that is a stupid thing to do. And you can't really disagree with him on that point. No, I think the saddest thing to come out of all of this is that we've had a spate of ministerial resignations, and yet Chris Grayling is still there. Hmm. It's bizarre. Apparently Gove is going to go soon because he's just turned down the Brexit job. So, Has um, he turned it down? Well, some do. He was thinking about it. Well, he was supposedly heard, but... going to visit Downing Street at like five o'clock oh, just after that. Theresa May did her thing. So you'd think it would have been announced by now if he'd he's not. To her. He's not known for um, his his fleet of foot, is he? His vitality. True, he could be taking his time. I think that I think similarly with Grayling, I think he's just too incompetent to resign successfully. Yeah, he'd have he's to probably been trying all, all morning, yeah. yeah, to get himself resigned. He, just he can't, can't open Word to write the resignation letter. And that little paperclip has popped up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks like you're trying to negotiate Brexit. <laughs> I um, I today have started to develop uh, a sort of respect for Theresa May in that. She had about two and a half hours where everybody stood up in the House of Commons and said, your deal is really shit. You should change it. And she just stood up and said, no, I'm not going to change it. Mm. And then somebody else stood up and said, this deal is really shit, isn't it? Why don't you change it? And she said, I'm not going to change it. Mm. And um, I, It's I think almost she's... like at this point that... Because some people, there have always been the kind of like ridiculous conspiracy theories that she's always been a Remainer and she's trying to sabotage Brexit from within. I mean, that's but very clearly not true. Yeah, but it's almost like at this point when she was doing the, the presentation to the Commons that she was kind of like, look guys, this is what you asked for and this is what you've got, so yeah, yeah. suck it up. Yeah, you asked for a shit sandwich, here is like, a shit sandwich. You kept deluding yourselves it. about the magical Brexit solution that would solve all the problems that you had with the EU without causing any kind of negative impact on you whatsoever. And I she, think that's like ultimately um, the problem, is that um, the, the people who want this want something that does not exist. Yes, yeah. and, and cannot exist. never have been achieved. Yeah, and was and have been told that since day one, mm. but continue to insist that no, I can totally have my own personal Brexit that works just for me, and so can everybody else, and yeah. there will never be a downside. And it's like I mean, <coughs> how do you, you how do well, you reason with something like that? It's, all you need to do is believe in it. Believe yes. in Britain, and then it, and believe then it hard find. enough. Yeah. And Problem is, it will come true. Ramon is like us who haven't been li- believing hard enough. We've mm. sabotaged it with our mm. negative uh, mm. orgo talking the country down all the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
If only Dan would just have done more wanking, yeah, and this might have all been fine. Yeah, exactly. Is that a major part of our exports? To the uh... he, it would have, well, it, could uh, be. it would have helped us. <laughs> That'll believe. be the ba- the bedrock of our post-Brexit <laughs> economy. <laughs> yep. Uh, the EU themselves would have been more on board with us leaving if he spent more time wanking. To be fair, I mean, that's are, fair yeah. to be fair, Dan, you are really going to have to pick things up because right now we're importing a lot of our sperm from Denmark. That's true. And that's not yes. going to happen anymore. Yeah, but we actually. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Why? G- genuine. Well, because uh, we have, uh, partly because we have a shortage, and partly because obviously Denmark has a surplus, and Danish uh, Danish men are obviously in demand. Maybe the most yeah. disgusting thing I've ever heard: of. A, da- a surplus <laughs> of Danish semen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that's our episode title. <laughs> <laughs> and you and and they consistently come out as the uh, happiest country in the world. I'm not yeah. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, good yeah. for them. It's nice to have a hobby. Yes, it's a seemingly a very profitable one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, even Keeps if even if we could even if we could somehow renegotiate the deal to to actually import it, the, it you know it's a very much a just in time system. And with the customs checks, I'm going to start it's, smuggling it. It's never going to get, <laughs> get through in time. In, um, in the the pockets of your mouth, the cheeks. Well, no, I'm the I'm pockets my... of your mouth. <laughs> My uh, my scrotum's going to be empty. I can, I can load it up with like, um, Danish jism. Uh, like um, uh, like space docking. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm not sure anyone's going to want it after it's been uh, been laundered. Jesus. <laughs> Is is Dan wanking right now? Dan is most certainly yeah. not. He's tossing off a Dane. Look. A great Dane. Look. <laughs> I mean, this seems like as good a time as any to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>